All right, everyone. Uh, we're not formally back yet from winter break, but emergency pod had to happen. Super Tuesday was last night. Professor Ed's uh, missing in action. He's actually getting a Keeley surgery today, but you've got Jim, you've got Farbs. So listen up. We're going to break it down for you. Bernie bro number one. How are don't, you feeling this morning? First of all, don't start out by calling me a slur. Bernie bro is becoming a slur. Um, yes, I am you're, a huge... You're Bernie bro? <laughs> is, that the, huge, is that the preferred I, I want a better future than what I've been given. Um, and I believe that Bernie makes the best, the best case for that. So obviously, uh, Bernie world this morning, uh, everywhere I read is saying that the establishment, just as they did in 2016, yep. that just as they've had it yeah. for a long time now, had it out for him. Obama was <clears throat> making calls over the weekend. Yep. Everyone coalesced. And if that didn't happen, you know, a few days ago, Biden was left for dead. So yep. are you in that camp? How do you, What do you feel this I, morning? I am in that camp. Um, I woke up, I mean, I've literally stayed up all night. I didn't go to bed till two in the morning because as you know, I'm, I'm a political junkie regardless of what happened. And so I stayed in front of CNN all night, um, just watching the votes coming. And yeah, man, it felt exactly like four years ago, like the exact same feelings when the establishment and the DNC and, and the powers that be came around Hillary Clinton. Um, so this time I wasn't as surprised it was kind of expected in some ways for me. I, I've always had it in the back of my mind. I mean, because power concedes nothing. And so I've always felt that Bernie, whether good or bad, his approach is very much his way or the, the other way. And I think that really rubs a lot of people the wrong way, especially people in power. And power is bipartisan. And um and yes I, I I'm sure that Obama made some calls, um, the DNC got behind him, but again, Biden has been a part of that machine, whereas Bernie's been more so outside of it, and so in some ways that was expected, and 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 I I feel personally undefeated temporarily. Um, you feel undefeated. What do you mean by that? I mean I feel defeated. Sorry, feel sorry. Defeated? I feel okay. defeated <laughs> because I I. I I, I'm I'm afraid that young people, the average young person is like you and I, right? They they they're not into politics the way we are into it. They don't understand it like we do. And sometimes when they have the fire within them and they feel like it's blank it's been like tamed by something they can't control, a lot of times they kind of stay out of the the, the process. So the big thing, looking at the polls this morning, California Young people overwhelmingly for Bernie. Latinos too. I haven't seen it in other places. Mm -hmm. Now in Texas, uh, Bernie once again did well with young people, but sixty mm -hmm. percent uh, uh, of the black voters went for Biden. Yeah. Um, and so you're seeing this, which thing. is a small number in Texas, by the way. But yeah, it still matters. Yeah, it, it still matters, right? So mm -hmm. I, I think there's these back and forths. And so the big thing that Bernie's been talking about is I'm going to drive out this revolution. We're going to have more voters than we've ever seen. Voting's actually up. 
Yes. In the past, in, in the past, you know, 48 hours. Yep. But it seems, and to me, the, the only thing that makes sense to me is I see Bernie people talking about the establishment, but what I see is yes, the establishment coalesced under one mm-hmm. person. I found that most of the more moderate people I knew in larger cities were probably more Buttigieg. Um, but that which means, means when Buttigieg dropped out and endorsed it, Bernie, well, I mean endorsed on Biden. But at the end of the day, I think everyone wants to talk about the establishment, the establishment, the rich. But this is millions and millions of voters. And most people, the 99% of the population aren't rich people. And this is the majority of people who came out. And, you know, if we're going to give a lot of clout to South Carolina, older black voters turned the whole way this election looks. Yeah, yeah. And and so you t- you touch on a lot of great things. First of all, I believe that no group understands America more than older black voters. Not n- no one understands America <clears throat> more than older black voters. And um, let's remember a few things. One, Joe was Obama's man for eight years. And if you're a black person over 45, that means a, a hell lot to you. You know, that means a lot to you to know that he was Obama's baby for eight years. That means a lot. I mean, Obama's literally... God in, in that in that group. I mean, it, there's nothing the guy can do wrong. So that's huge for him. Um, the other thing is, Bernie is from Vermont. Vermont happens to be the whitest state in the union. I mean, it's not his fault, but it's the reality. Um, I must also point out that Vermont was also the first state to abolish slavery. Um, but but that's Bernie's state, uh, and so Bernie is not as in a diverse area as Biden has been. I mean. Biden, to me, in some ways, that group actually knows Biden. Like, they they know him to a certain degree. The good, the bad, they know him. So that counts for a lot. The other thing we read yesterday in that Nation article, which is really real to me, and I know it. I've heard friends, a lot of my wealthy white friends said it to me personally. And I don't want to believe it because it's painful to believe. And what the article stated was that the average white voter, when they hear Bernie, they hear a man saying to them, give up some of your wealth to Jim St. Germain. And that, to them... I don't know if that's exactly what the article said. You've been oh. saying that a lot. That's not exactly okay. what the article said. What so, the article said, really quickly, let me jump in. Yep. The and article gonna, was mainly saying... Sure, but the main gist of the article was black voters know white voters better than they know themselves. Yes. But it's a little bit different. You, you always think of it as white people thinking I'm giving a handout to someone, which is a little bit different. And I want to touch upon the poll I did on my Instagram yesterday, which is super unscientific. Yep. And like all polls, you can somewhat throw away. But the interesting thing about it was, you know, I had a close to 200 people vote on it, right? This, yep. is, a, this is a very college-educated <clears throat> group of people, whether they are on the business side or the activist side. And 50% went for Bernie and 50% went to Biden. One, I would say most of the people who went for Biden uh, came from what we what we kind of talk about as like market uh, positive jobs, right? They were in corporate, they were in sales, they were lawyers. They were these jobs that the market gives money to, right? Yep. And the people who were on the Bernie side, almost without a fault, um, were social workers, artists, these other industries that... In, in the way that capitalism work doesn't pay well and doesn't benefit, right? There actually were only two 
black people who voted for, for Biden. I was very curious as to why. And in both of them, it was an electability issue. They didn't love him, but they just felt like this was the safer thing. And for them, at the end of the day, they just want to get this horror show over with. And I, you can't blame people for that. So the last thing I want to say to this is— I'm not blaming them. No, no, I know. Of course you're not. But the last thing I want to say to this is the people jumping on to Biden, who I've chatted with, for them, it's not about— I'm now going to give more money in taxes. That's going to go to people who don't deserve it. In their minds, whether right or wrong, they see the destruction of fundamental economics that just will totally have upheaval to the way that they just live. Of course, yeah. And, and that's a little bit different, though, than just paying more. Most of them don't care about paying more. They see it as nuances that will actually have bigger repercussions on their overall industries. And that's not just like, I'm going to make less money. Because if it was just, I'm going to be paid the same, but I'm going to give a little bit more, that's not really a big issue as opposed to fundamental disruption. I'm not saying they're right or wrong, but that's the take. Yeah, I mean, look, people are capable of double thinking, right? Um, we can, compartmentalizing things are very real. So the other thing I'm curious about, let me ask you this. What were the, you mentioned the um, sort of like economic diversity of that poll you took. Yep. What was the racial and gender um, sort of like makeup? Um, not shockingly, um, more people of color were for Bernie, right? Right. Um, fairly, uh, women, uh, there was one woman of color who actually was on the Biden side. Yep. And she said something interesting to me because I was kind of shocked and I'm not going to give too much info around her to delineate who, who this was, but she was a Warren person. Mm -hmm. And I I have found that the smartest, most inspiring black women I follow they were, were all for Warren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, she said, you know what? Uh, us as black people, we've never been able to participate in the prosperity which capitalism can bring on one side. Yeah. And we're finally By the way, we've 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 that prosperity, the the, the foundation of capitalism started out with trading black bodies. And I think that's really important to, 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 totally, to remember. Totally. There's an yeah. atrocity of, of what it has, has done. Yeah. Um, but without that in the current system, um, and, and by, by the way, I'll just point that this person's from Atlanta. And I think, that's, I, I think that actually is a little bit important because Atlanta does have a strong middle and upper class of black yeah. individuals and professionals. Yeah. Uh, so if you are there, you can actually see places where capitalism is working for them. And so I think in her mind, it was like, we're finally starting to get just even a little bit of that. And Bernie would strip all that away. Really? That's really interesting. She and I, had, I actually had not heard that tape, but I thought yeah. that was very fascinating. Wow. Yeah. I mean, people are nuanced and complicated, right? It's interesting, um, especially in Atlanta. I have uh, one of my friends who just moved there two years ago, who happens to be white. She said to me, you know, Atlanta is an interesting place. She says, the first place in America that I've lived in where I feel like I wasn't in the power structure. And she said, it's been really interesting to see how that works. She said, the places I'm usually uh, in, it seems to me that black people need white people to advance. She said, in Atlanta, that's not the case. Yeah. Like they have... Black people in Atlanta can do their own thing. And she said that was like mind boggling to her. So you, that's you, an interesting. Atlanta, you see it from the power structures from, you know, the mayor 
to, you know, uh, business owners to, you know, what the music industry is doing yep. there. And, and these are successful entrepreneurs now that are opening up in all sorts of businesses and they're, they're present everywhere. I mean, this, one of my favorite examples is even the soccer team. It's the number one, um, has the, the highest attendance in MLS, almost 50,000 people every game. And their main mass, like kind of ambassador is Waka Flocka. Yeah. I mean, that tells you a lot about Atlanta and that woman's view of that. Right. And I mean, look, man, um, black people are not immune from, uh, anything that, White individuals are are, are are sort of like um, partaking. I mean, we're, we're humans too. But I want to read this quote to you, Fab. We Let's know this quote. And I'm curious to hear your views on it, right? It's a long one. So this is from the article I mentioned earlier from The Nation. Quote, my read of South Carolina vote isn't that black people know, ex is that black people know exactly what they are doing and why. Joe Biden is the indictment all the black folks have issued against white America. His support is buttressed by chunks of black community who have determined that most white people are selfish and cannot be trusted to do the right thing. They believe if you make white people choose between their money and their morality, between candidates like Sanders and Elizabeth, somehow finish fifth in South Carolina behind Pete Buttigieg, and candidates like Biden and Michael Bloomberg, they will choose their money every time and twice on election day, end quote. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be too, I don't want to say the same thing I just said because right. it actually reinforces my same statement. I think there's a difference in uh, your ability to be successful in your industry and paying more taxes. To me, there is actually a nuance there, and I think that's what it's saying. When I talk to people who work in big companies, who work in the tech industry, who work in real estate, they see it as someone is within like a, a Bernie, for instance. Uh, they don't have a problem with people paying a little bit more, higher taxes. Um, what they do see is someone who doesn't understand industry and would fundamentally do things without any compromise to disrupt the way that their industries actually yeah. work. Yes. And and I'm not and that's I think the difference. And I actually look, I don't fully agree with them, but I think a big problem in, with this and the economist Paul Krugman wrote this this morning and he was like, "Look, it it seems to me that Bernie was more interested in, in progressivism theater than actually pragmatism." And he said, you know, hey, look at me, I'm a socialist and you're all capitalist tools. Democratic I, socialist, let's be... For sure, but that yeah. was... It. But he never even... He is a democratic socialist, but yep. he reveled in being called a socialist because he loved pissing people off and loved... And, and uh, said, I, I don't... I, I disagree with that. I, I'm not so sure he loved so really pissing quickly, people off as much as he loved poor and working people. That is look, your nobody take... Nobody speaks to poor and working people in this country in but, politics. So that's your Only take. Only Bernie does that. But why... So is it shocking that the biggest voter turnout bigger than 2016, first of all, Bernie ran the first time. There was no other candidates. It was the, it was freaking Martin O'Malley. Who but you're not answering my question. Can I, can we go back to that? I already answered your question. If, if white voters have to choose between morality and their money, which is what they're going to vote money. This, okay. Now you've answered my question because this is what this, this article stated. And I've had friends who've personally said the same thing to me. And I've thought about this for a while. So Even when, I, as I love Bernie, in the back of my mind, I can't say this publicly because I want, you know, like, even if you feel something, you don't say it because then once you say it, then someone else feel it. But and let me finish really it. quickly because if you just take that out of context, me just saying money, there's a reason for that. 
the reason <laughs> yeah, for that money runs everything well money runs everything but also i can be as moral as i want to be and stand on all sorts of high ground but if i don't have a plan to actually get it done then fuck my morality so you're saying bernie does not have a plan no he doesn't have a plan he has a general plan he doesn't have a so what plan what, what's the what's the difference I, and, and by the way i'm not saying like look warren was the only person i thought was is, was dead progressive but at a minimum i thought there was a point where she would say you know what when we're behind the trenches here and trying to figure this out, I'm actually going to take a step back and say, you know what? We're going to try to make this work. Bernie is never going to be okay. that person. And I, uh, nah, I disagree. Bernie, why do you disagree? His, his entire track record says otherwise. Okay. Bernie, Bernie fought against NAFTA, which was the trade policy that... You're going to tell me all the things he fought against, no. but not the things he got done. Well, I mean, sometimes in Congress, that's what you do. Well, he was a great right? activist, you, you, but he's not a great deal maker. Those are two different things. But does the deal matter if the deal is not right for when, the people at, at, at the bottom? He, when you're, I mean, when you're not, president, you get things done. When you're a senator and something else, that's fine. He's great in his position. He's changed the way we talk about things, which we'll forever say. But to actually get things done, he's a bit of a demagogue. And there's a reason why Bernie fans Luke, will Luke, never talk. That, that's easy for you to say. Right? That's easy for you to Why say. Why is it easy for me to say? Because in some ways, you're part of the power structure. So I'm part of the power structure because I understand market fundamentals, yes. Uh, no, nah, that's not why you're part of the because structure. Because I'm white? You're white male. You're part of the structure, and that's just the reality. I am, in some ways, a part of the structure because I'm a male, right? Yeah. I'm a black man, so I have some privileges, so there's certain things I see differently from some people. So to say that Bernie have not done anything... That's 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 pure bullshit. That's not well, true. Yes, if we're in a binary I mean, system of the, the, zero look, or one, he, no, yes, no, he's no, done no. things. The reason why, for example, the reason why most of these workers recently, including from Amazon, Walmart, the so many of these, I, getting I give fifteen that. bucks an hour, that's Bernie. The reason why, but many that's movement. States, that's not coalition building. That's different. What? What? What do you mean? That's not coalition building. It's not coalition. How do you building. get that done? With he he did it the way Bernie does it, which was effective, which was loud noise. That was like a revolution of and so change. so. What you saying That's is that you different. disagree with his path? I don't, the way he gets things done. I think when you're That's someone That's different who, than saying he's not getting anything done. I once again, if you're on a binary of him getting zero done or everything done, yes, he's gotten more than zero, and that was a big thing. But he's been around for forty years, and he always talks so about the thing Biden, he did in the so past. So is Hillary. Years. So is almost every politician running. Yeah, and they, they've gotten things passed. Hillary would have been an effective leader. I don't like Hillary. I wasn't like my top pick. Biden was like my fifth okay. person. So, okay, so, so who's, your, who's, your, who's your guy? So th this is actually a good question. Yep. Hillary was my person. I'm sorry, not Hillary. Hillary's, uh, I was a Bernie person in 2016. Uh-huh. Once I saw he was not going to win, I jumped on Hillary because Trump is an abomination. Yep. Not my person. Um, and I was a Warren person. I saw a few weeks ago that Warren was going to win. A bunch of Warren stands were definitely very angry with me for starting to move in a different direction because they said, let her vote. I'm all for all my friends who wanted to vote for Warren yesterday voting for Warren. Vote your conscience. I don't agree that if she had jumped out that it would have made that much of a difference. She, Bernie would have won Maine and Massachusetts, but if you look at the numbers, Bloomberg was taking just as much away from him on the other end. Bloomberg people aren't going. Taking away from who? From Bernie. Oh, I'm no, sorry, from I, Biden, from Biden. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't think, I don't think. So I don't think Warren jumping out at yesterday would have mattered as much as Bernie people want to say. Um, at this point, I'm going to give the next month and see who is really up in the lead. 
And from so there, I'm pretty gonna... much going whoever, whoever's leading. Yeah, I am. Ber- Ber- Bernie would be you. more in my conscious. Right. Bernie's more in my conscious. It's more in my progressivism. But if Biden's going to be the clear person, we have to start shifting because we already know, and you and I talk about this, Donald Trump most likely probably still will win. He's an incumbent. There's a good economy. Unless coronavirus totally upends the entire economic system, we are going to be in bad shape. And at a certain point, we can't go into a convention and have a total brokered convention. But I, at this point, I just want to win. I care about judges for the Let next Let me bring you years. back to, to, to Trump real quick because I think I, I, I'm, it always drives me nuts when people say Trump is going to get reelected because the economy is strong and he's an incumbent. There's a major third factor why Trump is probably going to get reelected. And you know it and we all know it, which is... What, white people? <laughs> I mean, he, he offers whiteness and he offers white supremacy. But, but, at, I mean, as look, a, it's not, but it's a real thing. I mean, the guy is a racist and he offers that to a lot of yeah, people. But that's, that's, look, I mean, if, you, if you're just saying that. Is he not a racist? Trump? Yes. Of course he is. So, and, and does he not offer white supremacy to a lot of his voters as like the thing? He, for, for those who feed into white supremacy, he is an enabler. And that I, th- I, th- I, th- I think he's just uh, so he's we can't honestly say just he's going to win without bringing that up. That's that's an important factor. Sure, but I think there's a ton of centrist white Democrats and moderates all around the country who are absolutely repulsed by him. But they also there's a lot of them who are fearful of Bernie. And yeah. I do, and, and I and, 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 and I the, think they will begrudgingly vote for Biden. And we saw it in Super Tuesday yesterday. But, but guess what? No one Phil? really was like, "I'm a Biden person," but they came out because they were like. This is a better option. But as you said yesterday, there is a difference, right? There is a difference when you have to live with the idea that your existence is that threat, right? And when yep. you go into the booth, the way you vote matters in that sense versus, hey, I may not like this guy, but his existence, his presidency, I'm not under that weight. I'm not, I'm not, at, most, I'm not most at risk. That, that, there's a major factor there. So a lot of those voters you're referring to those centrist, moderate, what I would call nice Republicans, they don't have to live with that idea that I have to live with or many of us have to live with. And that also matters when it comes to these decisions. Look, I think and it's we can't leave them out. George Conway put on his Twitter yesterday, freaking Kellyanne Conway's husband, he gave $2,800 to Biden. Obama was an incredibly success, uh, uh, popular president. Biden is nowhere near anything he is, but he is going to get some backdraft. And there's a lot of people who do not, cannot stomach Trump. And at the end of the day, Biden's an old white guy. And if you're talking about old white respectability politics, Biden fits that. He's so so Biden to me, Biden offers Biden offers a lot of the same things Trump offers, which is the status quo, minus the fact that white people don't have to feel ashamed and guilty about supporting Biden as much as they have to do supporting. Um, Trump. Correct. That's I, a major I, factor. I, and right. to me, that's not enough. For, for someone who's, this country was built on their backs, that, that's not enough. Well, Look, so, if that's the so, option, so yes, sure, question. I'm going to support him but you're, if, if, he's the, if he's the candidate. But no, look, you, you are, you, look, this is our system. You can be ride or die Bernie till the end. That, that, is, that is your view. That is what you should do. 
at the end of the day. But it's not just Bernie, Fab. I think for me, it's more so about. But Bernie's what, been what, your person. Yeah, but it's because of what he's offering. If someone else comes and offer that, I, bro. Here's so why the, weren't you strong about Warren? Oh, I love Warren. I love her. Uh, a part of why I'm going with Bernie is really because I've been with Bernie four years ago, right? So in my mind, it was like this. <laughs> Warren is, in some ways to me, Warren is offering what Bernie is offering, except that Bernie offered it to me four years ago, and I was already on that train. Um, I have no qualm at all going with Warren. I think that most of the things, at least 98% of what Bernie is offering, Warren is offering. And she's smart. She's... She's 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 awesome in many ways. The only reason why I'm going with Bernie is because I've been on that train. I mean, if it wasn't him, it would be her. Um, but but I do think it's we we can't ignore the fact that you and I live in a city where you have massive wealth every day staring at just inhumane poverty. Every single day we get on the train, a bunch of homeless people, a bunch of people out of work. Hundreds of thousands in the streets sleeping all over these cities. A bunch of people cannot afford medication. A bunch of people cannot afford health care. A bunch of people cannot afford food. I know kids selling blood to go buy food. I know mothers who have kids who do not have places to live. And these people are my neighbors, their families. I know these people. These people are not living in bubbles that... Biden and some of these uh, these candidates speak to, and that matters. We act as if 120 million people either living below the poverty line or paycheck away from it is not a big deal. And to me, Bernie's the only person that speaks to that. I'm a I'm a young man who it makes all was a part of that group. Totally, I, I know what it was like to be homeless. I know what it's like to not have food to eat. I know what it's like to not have health care. I am from that group. And if there's a guy that comes and say, "Hey, you know, your zip code." Your, 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 the, the color of your skin, uh, the level of education your parents obtained, sometimes which had no, it wasn't up to them, should not determine whether you have an economic flaw or start or not. To me, that's an appealing thing. And I think that's something that should be listened to. And I think the establishment is going to make a, a very major sort of like mistake if they sort of like, again, dismiss that group and young voters like they did four years ago. Well, so that I think that actually is a good point. And we were talking about And all this. the other points weren't good? No. That one, I did like that <laughs> one. You think he slinks, right? That's what I'm saying. But, so, I mean, that all makes sense. I also do think that we have 330 million people in this country. You always make that argument. <laughs> well, because at the end of the day, 70% of them are white. And 200 some million yeah, aren't the 120 the million that are poor. And they have their own set of facts and their own set of truths. Of course. And so... You have lived in America. You've grown up in these certain circumstances. You do this certain work that you see firsthand the plight. You get it better than most people, better than most anyone. And so for you, it's so clear and obvious. And I get that. And by the way, Fub, when I travel to middle America, which I try my best to do, that poverty I was referring to in my community, it's the same shit in the fucking Appalachians in middle America for a lot of these white folk. Well, and I don't want to get too derailed. We, we've talked about why that poor white and yeah, that's, should that's be more aligned, but that's a whole other conversation. I'm talking about middle class white across America and middle class white bastions. They are not seeing these things in the same way. True. And for them, the status quo it's isn't good. that terrible. I agree. So I, for them, we agree on that. So, I agree. 
I mean, I think that is what Super Tuesday said. A hundred percent. And and and, you can't, and, and you that's can't the sad part. It, it's sad, but you can't you can't fault people. Most people, I don't know what the percentage is, don't even have a passport, right? Yeah. Most people have never been to New York or LA and been able to participate in this unbelievable experiment of intense diversity where you get to jump on a train and see the wealthy, you get to see the middle class and you get to see the poor and have this understanding and, and thought experiment. But but even even those who do live in those places, they don't always vote. They turn you know, a blind a lot eye. Of them, yeah, exactly. A lot of them vote with their dollars, right? Look, I, I am not in... I understand power dynamics, man. I A lot of those folks you're talking about are very close friends of mine. I mean, that op-ed I've seen you, which is not published yet, but I'm still editing, working on it, is pretty much said just that. Some of those individuals will give the shirt on their backs to me. But once you ask them to do that for the other kids that come from where I come from, then all of a sudden it's not a thing. And that is very confusing, right? Because I know these folks. I don't think they're bad people. You know, I mean, I, I love some of them, but they have, as you said, they have their own world, which so, they live in. Right. That, and, that was and, the devil's and, advocate I want to be. It's like we, we all we all think about the worlds that we come from. So your stance is very informed from understanding the world that you come from. Their stance is very informed from coming from the world they come from. And I know a big argument that's coming from the progressive side is Biden, Buttigieg, moderate Dems. Why aren't you seeing that when you look at the population of voters in the, in the youth, it's very strong one way. Yeah. Isn't there something that you're missing here? But I, I think at the same time, if we're going to be successful in the progressive wing, we also have to there. I don't know if it always works to just be a hundred percent my way or the highway. We also have to look at what, what are we missing about the other side as to why they're coming yeah, out? Yeah. And I think part in just, just to finish that node, there's the white side to it, but I saw a lot of black activists who I follow very intensely, who I look up to. I definitely uh, listen a lot to what they have to say, caught a little bit off guard for at least a second, even though it made sense to them, as to how strongly older black voters still came out in other places. And it's once it, of course, happens, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But if we're going to run a stronger campaign in the future, these aren't the things that we need to wait to the election and the votes to happen. We need to be proactively working with those coalitions to make them work. Yes. Uh, can Bernie do a better job working with others? 100%. But we can say that for everyone, right? And you know, to go back to to earlier, oh, I think there should be some like it can't be just this thing of like a shrug off, like, oh yeah, no, of course we should have known that we'll do better, and anyone would have done it. It's not just a Bernie thing. No one's pointing a finger at Bernie. I think this is something as a collective we should try to improve upon. Yeah, but I, I think the other thing that I, that's troublesome to me is it seems like the concession it has always had to be made on the the half that has the do not have the power, right? This it's isn't like, about hey, a concession. You have to give this. You have to give that. And the side with the power is always like, no, you have to bring it over to me. I don't have to come to you, which is in some ways that's what's playing out. And let's not forget what black voters. The example I gave, though, was specifically better understanding older black voters in Democratic primaries. Uh, that's not a group that's traditionally had the power, but they, by oh, the way, oh, they, oh, had oh, a, actually, they had I, a lot of power. No, in this no, election. actually, I disagree with you. The black vote has been the heart and soul of the Democratic Party. Right, I, and, and in some I know, ways but that the is a problem. Didn't, but the, clearly, the progressives messed it up. Yeah, th that's a problem to me. I, I look. I w I've never said anything I, about it not being the, the heart and soul. Of course, it is. I, all I'm saying, and take race out of this. All I am saying, you can't take race out of anything in America. All I'm saying is, 
the progressives, Bernie still could win this, by the way. I mean, a, yeah, Bernie's only a happen. few delegates behind. Biden could do an extra massage on, on the stage. He could do also look, it's still close. Yep. There's a lot of panic right now and a lot of establishments getting out to, to going for us. I don't think that shit wins because at the end of the day, a lot of people are voting for what they were. You, you, you win people over by just speaking your truths, not by saying who's out to get me. And I think that's like, that's not the way to do it. Um, but going forward, no matter what, how this works, if we get a centrist, uh, a status quo or a progressive, I think there's learnings from this that you can't just say, fuck everyone else. And this is the way it's got to be. And maybe we should, just as much as we're asking for the other side to listen to us, we have to listen a little bit more to them as to why they are where they are. Yeah, and not yeah. just say that you're suckers, you just want your money, we get it. Because that is a big part of it, but that's not everything. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, except I would make the argument that the Republicans have been winning for the last 20 years, especially the other way they've controlled districts and uh, the, the, the congressional maps. We're talking about and, presidential politics, yeah, not but local. All but. of that matters, right? Because in order to win the the big the big prize, you have to be able to control the structure on the ground. And for example, Republicans have done that over the last twenty years, right? Um, and they have not had to think about what the other side is thinking. As a matter of fact, they come in like bulldozers and they just run through stuff. So yeah, I hear you. Coalition building is important, and we need to do that. Um, but I, I also, again, I would push back on the idea that. Those who who love Bernie should be the one that's doing that. I'm not I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but that's what I'm hearing a lot, especially watching the news last night. It's like, oh, you kids, you naive, you don't know what communism is like, which is not what Bernie is advocating for. We know what's better for you. Go ahead and come to this other side. You'll learn this when you grow up. And that is not the way to win an election because last time we did that, guess what the youth did? A lot of them is like, well, if you don't believe in in what I bring to the table. Fuck you. And they stay home. Now, is that right? No, because then Trump ended up winning. But we cannot act as if these kids are just these young people are just dummies who needs to be lectured to. And what they feel, the student loan debt, the fact that they're homeless, the fact that they can't eat, the fact that they cannot do what their parents were able to do are not real. These are real things. Totally. I think both groups are hearing a lot of what they want to hear. And let's face it. Biden has run an atrocious campaign to yeah. date. I mean, he was terrible. Is, he was terrible on the debate stage. He didn't even have a single office in California. And he still came back and kind of thumped Bernie in a lot of places. If that's not a by the way, he, missing he, something, then I don't know what is. Look, man, I, I agree with you. And I mean, the states he won last night to me, the other thing is those states, I mean, Alabama, Oklahoma. You think those states going to go Democratic in November? No, they don't matter. <laughs> but Wisconsin, I mean, ugh, so. But, North, plus but, that but energy, Virginia matters. North Carolina matters. Yes, those and two Biden states. won big there. Huge. Over 50%. Yes, but I'm, I'm also looking at November. How can you not I mean, say that matters? Yeah, those, look, man. If Bernie doesn't win those states, it doesn't matter. Whenever you win, it matters, right? Everybody loves winners. Winning is good. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking any of that away from him. But if, if you are Biden and you didn't do well, Especially like right around Saturday when the entire establishment literally just folded to you. I mean, what else do you need to win? Final so, thoughts, Jim. You know, yeah, let's let's wrap this up. It's getting me hot court. Because we'll, we'll just we'll we'll be fighting in, in ten minutes. Yep. Um will you vote for this Biden? Is all if, day, by the will way. you vote for Biden if he uh gets the nomination? Well, in New York City, my vote is like 
Yes, I will vote for Biden. Um, if he gets the nomination, I will vote. I, as and by the way, I don't think Biden is a is a bad person. I think he's a decent human being. I disagree with him on a lot of things he's done, including him trying to repeal Roe v. Wade, including him voting for NAFTA, including him voting for the 1994 Crime Bill, which a lot of other politicians voted for. Um, yeah, we disagree on a lot of things, but I think fundamentally he's still a decent human being. I think so. Whereas I think Trump is just a racist pig, so I'm voting for Biden against him if that's what it comes to. But for our, I think energy and enthusiasm win election, man. And I don't see myself going out there, traveling to other states to knock on doors for Biden. I just don't feel it. It's just, you know, I would hold my nose and walk into that booth and vote, especially so many of my folks died for me to be able to vote. So to me, that's that that's that 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 ability to vote is, is sacred. And 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 so, and I'm gonna vote, but uh, not so, because I want to, man. So my my final thought to the, cap that off will be: Biden had no ground game in a lot of these places, yeah, that was and amazing. he still had bigger turnout than 2016. Yep. So the game seems to be changing a little bit. All right, everyone. Um, <sighs> the this game was, is this changing. was a little bit of an emergency pod coming off uh, the winter break, but we'll be back uh, with. Professor Ed and a new guest next week, so stay tuned. By the way, we'll be having live recording soon, so um, we're working on that. We're going to have you in the booth with us. There'll be about 30 to 50 of you here where we can do podcasts live in this beautiful space. Um, Stereotype Studio got us, and so let's, um, let's get this thing going, y'all.